pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all We all know it's coming and it's not gonna be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you gonna do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates lockdowns and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. 
The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, filing other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright.
singing the song of angry men. It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. Will you join in our crusade? Who will be strong and stand with me? Beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? Then join in the fight that will give you the right to be free. Do you hear the people sing? Singing the song of angry men. It is a duty all of for a militia. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now, on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved, better half. V-Lynn. Hello, Patriots. What the fuck? Holy it, shit. Is, Everything I, just fucking blew up today. It is the... Kablooey! I, I think this is what we're watching. Is the end of cable news. Uh, cable... Oh, yeah. The oh, yeah. cable networks, period. Done. 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 This is it. It's all over. Yep. It's uh, it's been a rather popping day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Information rapidly flowing in at a a very high rate of speed Um, to include the holy shit. Even five minutes before even Bongino heard it. I got a call. Let me know. Hey, we're about to talk about this. And I was like, So, (laughs) obviously, if you haven't heard, Tucker Carlson is no longer with Fox News. Don Lamont is no longer with CNN. Mm -hmm. Maria Bartiromo is no longer with Fox Fox Business. Business. Okay. So, let's think about this. Shake it up. Oh, it's time for the Patriot Party Network News or News Network. How about the Patriot Party News Network? Uh, there's, I think there already is a Patriot Party News Network. Is there? Yes, because we get confused with them quite often. I actually get phone calls from them from certain people every once in a while. That That is quite comical. That's right. <laughs> I did forget about that. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maria is gone. They are separating. They are cutting ties with everybody that was involved in the court case. Damn it. Can you open that for me? In case you're not aware, what is what is going on right now is from my sources work that work in CNN or in Fox not News. CNN, God forbid. Um one of them at least. He told me that right now the word is this. Fucking they cut ties from what I'm understanding due to the decision that was just handed down um, by the court. The Dominion. Well, it wasn't a decision. It was a settlement. Yeah, it was a settlement. Well, it still is a decision. They had to pay. All right. So they had to pay out 700 and fucking what? 87 million dollars. Yeah. And so um, they still have to pay that out. And now they've lost $930 million in market cap in like six hours. So don't, don't also forget that they still have to pay out Tucker Carlson's contract, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which in total is 
to the tune of was it eight hundred and fifty million dollars? I mean, I, I don't know what it was, but it's uh... they have to pay his contract out. That is ridiculous. Uh, same with Maria Bartiromo. Mm -hmm. um, that is that doesn't come cheap. It is it is it. It is a good thing that it shows you something that I've been preaching over and over again. Don't trust Fox News. If there's exactly. one thing I saw today, I saw Fox News get rid of one of their most dis divisive personalities. And CNN also get rid of one of their most divisive personalities. So you just watched CNN and Fox in one fell swoop, get rid of two of their top, two of their really, the two it, top guys unless, unless that were bringing them up. Unless Don Lamont goes over to Fox and, and then it Tucker just shows goes, you. And Tucker that, goes to CNN. You know, one of the clips that would be hysterical. One of the clips we didn't get of uh, Elon. One of the clips I want you to get. I heard he was thinking about buying CNN. No, Elon had. I did hear that. Elon, really want, but I did hear that. Elon had a great point in one of these interviews he did post Tucker and all this other shit. One of the big things that Elon put out there, or one of the things I liked that I heard for the first time, like no bullshit. 100% agreed with Elon. Elon fucking said that, you know, the news isn't on cable TV anymore. Cable TV doesn't have anything. Exactly, Lindsay. And the lady like looked at him and goes, well, what are we doing here? And he's like, that's a great question. He, he said, no, hear me out. He said, it's a dying breed. Cable TV is on its way out. And, and the lady said, okay, well, continue. This is interesting. Please explain. She said, well, nobody gets their news from you anymore. Everybody gets their news online. They go to podcasts. They go to news sources that they think they trust. Why? Because they share something in common with the person on there. And this reporter was so stupid and so liberal that she could not, she just couldn't fathom what Elon was saying. She was like, who would do that? We are the news. And Elon basically told her, she, he said, no, no, you're not, not anymore. Mm -mm. And it's kind of cool to hear that coming from Elon. But you know Tucker. Tucker's not going anywhere. He's going right back to TV. He, you don't, he was the number one grossing anchor. The reason people went to Fox is because of Tucker Carlson. He had the number one airtime. Air he was the number one time slot. He had been the number one time slot for the last three years. His ratings are like three times the next yeah. biggest show. Yeah. yeah. His was ridiculous. Yep. Hannity didn't even come close. No. To what? But get this: the other two people involved in the, from what I understand from my source at Fox, um, the other two people in the 
sphere or involved in the lawsuit uh, other than Brett Baer. I don't know about Brett Baer, but I know he's always been a fucking that hard. Hannity and Ingram Ingram are both keeping their jobs mm-hmm. and they both were involved in this, uh, the lawsuit, mm. which makes you wonder, mm. is this such a, uh, some days it makes me wonder if this is a Hannity Ingram thing because they used to have the top shows and now they don't. Or is this, you We've know, we've talked before about how, you know, Hannity and Ingram always pass off to each other and they have that little banter yep. in between their shows. And there's they, no there's banter nothing like that with Tucker, with Tucker, nope. none. Only like very few times, very limited amount of times. And it's only normally when Hannity has a live show going on. Griff, I think you got it right the first time. Han it is a puppet. Well, we know that. We're aware of that. We're not saying they're not, but that's it. That's all they have left is Hannity and Ingram. (laughs) And they suck. The only real people left at Fox News, unfortunately, now are the weekend crew. And they're even questionable most days. Yeah, well, apparently Pete had Hegseth's wife had uh, a great deal to do with getting Tucker out. That wouldn't surprise me. So, and remember, Lara Logan, folks. Uh, just in case you're not aware, because we talked to Josh the other night about some stuff. But one of the big things when we're talking about Lara Logan from now on, I want us all to remember, um, Lara Logan's husband is currently a active CIA yeah. agent. Mm-hmm. Just saying. <coughs> Just keep that in the back of your mind. Whenever you hear this shit about Lara Logan, <coughs> remember that. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Moving right along. Yeah, yeah. So how was your day? Uh, <laughs> my day was stressful. More so than it should have been. And I made your day more stressful than it should have been at the same time. All right. So just remember what I do for this woman, folks. I did tell you, I did tell the children as you left in in front of the postmaster lady. Um, your dad complains a lot, but he always comes through in a pinch. Most men just complain a lot. They don't always come through in a pinch. <laughs> and your older son just kind of looked at me and I said, oh, you you should be grateful if you take after your dad and come through in a pinch like he does. Anyhow, I went to go get the boys' passports renewed. Okay. Now, here's the clusterfuck. Here's how it starts. It takes six weeks to get an appointment. Okay. So their passports expired last June, but because the child just turned 16 in December, I had to wait for him to turn 16, which meant his passport was expired. Okay. Because otherwise I just have to do it again because it would expire as soon as he turns 16. I'm not paying all that money for it to be valid for fucking four months when then it's going to be valid for 10 years. So I go to make the appointment. It's about fucking impossible to get an appointment, by the way, anywhere. Um, So I go through all this rigmarole. I finally get an appointment. Like I make the appointment six weeks ago for today. Okay. And, and I'm looking everywhere. Um, So I... Uh, we go get their their passport photos like weeks ago. I mean, I have everything, you know, their old passports, um, birth certificates, yada, yada. And it says on there that you need, um, you know, your, if you're doing it for a new one, like you turned 16, uh, you need ID and either a previous 
a previous passport will work. Okay. Uh, but a learner's permit won't. It has to be either a driver's license or a government issued ID. A government issued ID or a previous passport. Okay. Um, learners. He's got a government issued ID. Well, yeah, but what about what if he didn't? And he only had a learner's permit. Anyway, so um, so we get down there. Of course, he didn't have his freaking ID with him. And they won't take the passport because it's expired as his ID. I'm like, are you? It says right here. Anyway, so we come back and we get his ID. And then we go back. And, oh, so then we're like, all right, so we're going to get the, the little one's passport done. Uh, no, he needs to be there, too. I'm like, are you are you fucking are you kidding me? Nope. He needs. He need both parents need to be there or I need to have a notarized letter. I'm like, so I text him frantically or try to call him. Of course, he just bitch buttons me because he's in the middle of a job. So I text him and run home, get the kids military ID, run back. I have to wait again in the lobby. And um, we finally get his passport done. And I'm like trying to ask lady, I'm like, when, you know, when can I come back? Like, here's the thing. Um, we're traveling in eight weeks. Okay. If I had done this more than if I had done this, like if I had been able to get an appointment earlier, uh, you can only expedite it if you're traveling within the next 12 weeks. Okay. It takes seven to nine weeks to get the passport. Uh, if you are traveling, um, if you're not traveling in the next 12 weeks, they won't let you expedite it. And then it takes like six months. Anyway, so I'm like, when can I get, when can I come back? You know, when can I get, when can you fit me back in? I'll, I don't care if I have to wait, whatever, you know, it, whenever he has time, well, today or tomorrow or Friday or whatever. And just as we're about to leave, he shows up and he's like, just whatever I have to sign. He throws his ID down. <laughs> anyway, we got it all done and off. But as we're waiting, um, you know, the little one and I went outside and uh, as we we're waiting for her to come and fit us back in after we went and get the ID. Um, he looks at me, the little one, he looks at me and he goes, uh, he goes, mom, you stress too much. He goes, God's got this. And I was like, you know what, child, you're right. And then almost immediately after she came back, she came to get us and we got the passport first one done. And then you showed up and it was, and I'm, I'm just going to leave it in God's hands and, and pray that, passports get here before we leave on vacation. We did had to put our travel date on there in order to be able to expedite it. So they do know that we are leaving in eight weeks, almost exactly. And I paid the shit ton of extra money to overnight the passports there and, or the application there and then have them overnighted back as soon as they're done. And anyway, it's a lot of stress. That's <laughs> a lot of stress. Then I came back and planted watermelons and decided I'm going to rip out a tree tomorrow. <laughs> and plant a new tree. Well, rip out a bush because it's ugly and plant a new one. So, yeah. Anyway. And yet we pay for licenses to leave the country. We mm -hmm. pay for licenses to come back into the country. We need visas to go everywhere. That shit costs us $500. Yeah. All said and done. Yeah. $500. So. Yeah. Yeah. $500 for two passports expedited plus overnight shipping and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 Just saying. Postmaster fees and, you know, all that good stuff. Fuck all that shit. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. why our forefathers said, no, we're not doing this. We're not fucking doing this. We're not 
playing this game. You do whatever the fuck you want, but we're not playing yeah, this Lynn's, game. We're going to Jamaica. We're not going to Mexico. So I can't just walk the kids across the border. That doesn't quite work as well. Swim. No, that's not a shark. I promise. Just swim faster. Swim faster. Oh. I said, don't worry about it. Just swim faster. Okay. Um, actually, before we get into this, I, there's one other one I, I want to cover, if you don't mind. Babe, it's a tweet that's pulled up there. I, I might. Okay. I might. All right. Well, we talked about it about a, I, I don't know. A week and a half or so. Which one? There's two. Um, the front, the front one by Liv. What are we talking about? Uh, that, uh, Lawyer dude, we're already skipping again. I know the the computer's not even working. I know that lawyer dude up in New York, the the child molester. What about it? So we got some more information. All right, and uh, and I told Patriot Live I would bring it to the forefront. So um, you know, if you guys, if you don't follow at Patriot Live L I V, um, then uh, you know, go look her up and get this out. Because he is being completely just covered up and, you know, brushed under the rug. And uh, he's attacking children. But he's a Democrat, so no one cares. Anyway. So, Attorney Nicholas D'Angelo charged with rape and sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, let's scroll down. Just scroll. Just scroll. Just scroll. Okay. Look at that. What a nice smile that little shitbag has. Attorney charged with rape, sexual sexual abuse. Uh, Nicholas D'Angelo is accused of assaulting two women in his law offices. On November 23rd, 2020, 27-year-old Nicholas D'Angelo was arraigned before State Supreme Court Justice Richard C. Clark. At the time, he faced a 12-count indictment charging him with rape and sexual assault, amongst other charges. Here are the charges. D'Angelo was indicted by a Niagara County grand jury. One count of rape in the first degree, class B felony. Two counts of criminal sexual assault in the first degree, uh, class B felony. Is one count of sexual abuse in the first degree, class D felony. Two counts of criminal sexual act in the third degree, class E felonies. Two counts of rape in the third degree, class E felonies. One count of unlawful imprisonment in the second degree, class A misdemeanor. And three counts of patronizing a person for prostitution in the third degree, class A misdemeanors. Uh, attorney charged with multiple rapes was not a flight risk, the judge ruled. Uh, so Judge Richard Clark decided to release Nicholas D'Angelo without requiring bail because he didn't believe that he would flee the area. Of course, he pleaded not guilty. And uh, I think we I think we saw that nope. Nope. first video. Nope. All right. Do I have to share this differently, though? Uh, might. All right, let me go back there. Um, let me do. Let me do. It. You do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be live thread. If you're new to the story, let me fill you in. Nicholas D'Angelo is a serial rapist. He was charged and convicted of rape back in 2009. He pled down to sexual misconduct because he knew the judges. 
His family and him are highly connected and protected. They commit crimes all the time. Um, Nicholas D'Angelo raped a girl back in 2009 underneath the stairwell at Niagara Falls High School um, because he knew there was no cameras there. Kind of like what he did to me, he brought me down to the courthouse where there was no cameras and assaulted me there too. So he knows where there's no cameras. But he assaulted her and she had a rape kit done and everything. And because he knew the judges and everybody, he got to have his whole entire case sealed, his record sealed, and plead down to sexual misconduct. Didn't have to do a day in jail, nothing. So he was allowed to move on and become an attorney, somebody with a lot of power and a lot of connections. Here are his current charges, current charges. One count of rape in the first degree, two counts of criminal sexual act in the first degree, one count of sexual abuse in the first degree, two counts of criminal sexual act in the third degree, two counts of rape in the third degree, one count of unlawful imprisonment in the second degree. Um, that was actually a child he sex trafficked from CPS custody because he was given a job as a favor at CPS custody and that's where he sex trafficked a minor. And what did the judge do for him this time, the favor? The judge allowed him to walk free on his own recognizance without any bail set, even though all of his 12 charges qualified for bail. And the DAs begged for Nicholas D'Angelo to be held without bail because of how severe the charges were and how dangerous he is. Um, and with all the, the amounts of evidence that they had against him, they have a lot of evidence against him. Um, he just said, oh, well, he's not a flight risk. He's not a flight risk. He's facing 35 years in jail, and even that's not enough. He travels everywhere. Of course he's a flight risk. So that judge, Richard Clock, who released him on his own recognizance, decided to retire. So he knew he was retiring, so he let Nicholas D'Angelo walk free because he knew that he wasn't going to have to deal with the case anymore. So instead of recusing himself like a normal judge would have to do, he stayed on the case until he retired. Let Nick walk free. Nicholas D'Angelo is still to this day walking free, a practicing attorney, still works in our courts, runs our local news, and runs political and judicial campaigns. Here's one of Nicholas D'Angelo, the predator, the serial rapist. Here's one of his... Um, news pages that he runs on TikTok, Niagara Action. Please go and report it, report it. Um, he made sure he paid $10,000 to take over our local news pages, which are the Niagara Action, the Action 716, the Crime Niagara Falls, and then the Niagara Reporter he's managing editor of. He has these accounts on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, you name it, he has the accounts. And those are the local news pages that he runs. So he makes sure, even if you say, if you even write the word Nicholas D'Angelo, he makes sure that you're blocked and deleted and you're not allowed to comment anymore. He will delete it immediately. I challenge you to go do that. Um, so he paid $10,000 to take these pages over so the news about him would not be spread anymore. So we can't even go to our local news. He's paid off other local news pages and stations to not talk about his case anymore. Paid them off. Just like he's paid a lot of victim victims off. Scared them off, threatened them, threatened that he'll put them in the news and everything. Let me also add, Nicholas D'Angelo has been charged with and caught with tampering, obstruction, tampering with evidence, witnesses, and obstruction. So, as you can see right here, he has threatened the victims and scared them off, a lot of them. There's more than just four victims, I can promise you that. There's way more than that. He has threatened and intimidated a lot of them into backing out of pressing criminal charges. So that's why a lot of them did not come forward and report him. Move right on to the next one. All right. Well, hold on, I gotta close this. Still a practicing attorney, still to this still a practicing attorney, still to this day, taking people's children from them if they don't do what he says. And he's a sexual predator. He's a repeat offender. He's a predator. He is disgusting. He breaks the law, doesn't even care that he breaks the law because he keeps getting away with it. Nicholas D'Angelo is his name. We're going on three years now and still no trial. 
the trial is supposed to be next month, but I don't have any hope that it's going to be next month because every single time a trial date is set, Nick D'Angelo gets it pushed back. He has been able to push this trial off for three years. So many different times. Every single time a trial date has been set, he's been able to get it pushed back. Yes, we've gone to the grievance committee, bar association, the feds, our governor, you name it, we've gone to them. He is so highly connected and protected because he runs judicial and political campaigns. It's sickening. This guy is just a predator who harms children, traffics children, and harms his clients. He uses his law license to abuse it. After the first rape, after he was in trouble the first time for the rape, he made sure he became an attorney so he could continue his abuse. Damn. Mm-hmm. Damn. Somebody... <laughs> I, I know I can't say it. I know. I'm not going to, but... Y'all just think what I'm thinking mm -hmm. and just think about this one. It reminds me of um, Charlie Bronson. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? I do. You know the movie series I I'm talking do. about? Yes. All right. Yes. The yeah. Delta Whiskey? That's one of the few movies that my dad would not let me watch when I was a kid. Because of those were the ones that my dad let me watch. Well, now it was because of what happened to his wife and his daughter in the beginning, and it was very graphic. Yeah, my oh dad yeah. didn't want me to see that. Oh, yeah, it was um, very graphic because I was little, like, and I was allowed to watch like Night of the Living Dead and like all this other shit. Yeah, all the like crazy, scary movies, which I thought were hysterically funny because I never fell for you know, they didn't have a plot anyway. Um, but uh, but yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch those until I was older, so of course, I was desperate to watch it. Could, did as soon as I could. Yeah. But um, it is very graphic. It is though. very graphic. It is extremely it's seriously graphic. fucked up. And, uh, but I mean, it, it helps. It, it compels it. I'm not going to say compels the story, but it does because you can't ignore that fact and look at that man the same way. Mm -hmm. Because how, <laughs> what, what would you act like? If the roles were reversed, I mean, would you become? Was that peppermint? That was it. Uh huh. See, you see what I'm saying, though. Oh, yeah. If the roles are reversed. Oh yeah. And it, me and the boys got whacked, dude. I mean, what do you become? Shit would go down. Yes, yeah, see what I'm saying. <laughs> he, 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 so that, but that's my point. It's, I don't care what sex you are. It doesn't matter if you're male or female. It's immaterial. At that point, nothing else matters yeah, in no, your shit life. Will go down. The only thing that matters is getting back at the people that took what was most important away from you. Yeah. yeah. In which case, then that becomes the most important thing in the world. And trust me, I, I dare anybody to do anything to you. <laughs> I dare them. <laughs> You have no idea how many generations I will go back to ensure that your name never exists. You have no idea what I will do to ensure that I can white out the whole existence of your family on any federal federal family tree. I you will. You won't have to worry about your children having um, hereditary curses. From they won't your actions because they, they won't exist. They won't even exist. Exactly. I will blink you out of existence for genomes going backwards and forwards. Anyhow. Even those unplanned. 
be like, yeah, I think she's pregnant. Nope, she's not pregnant anymore. Why? No. She's got a bullet in her belly. Damn. Anywho. Who's watching um, that one? My bad. So. Oh, the things I would think about doing to people. <laughs> be painful. So I planted watermelons today. <sighs> so you told us. <laughs> I'm going to have a whole watermelon, a whole melon, watermelon and pumpkin garden, like slopes down. It's a good little bit of space. Well, that's kind of confusing, but okay. I get it. Kind of confusing. No, watermelons and pumpkins should be on a slope. They work better that way. Oh, yeah. What is old? Oh, what's this in? Fuck around? Fuck around. We're going to turn now to new developments in the congressional probe into Hunter Biden's business dealings. According to House Republicans, they're saying that former CIA Deputy Director Mike Morrell gave them new information about the origins of a letter from 50 former intelligence officials concerning Hunter Biden's laptop. That statement, you'll recall, was published in October of 2020, and it suggested possible Russian involvement in hacking the laptop's contents. Oh, okay. So the former head of the CIA was behind censoring the Biden laptop, the Hunter Biden laptop in October of 2020. Okay. No, that's fine. That's good. No, that's great. You know what? I love it because, and by the way, a little bit surprised to see CNN, excuse me, CBS talking about this. CBS. It's interesting. You don't usually see that going on. So what's really happening here? Is the regime planning to finally take out Joe Biden and his family? You could see that. We know that they're going to be meeting with Hunter Biden and federal investigators and lawyers next week. Could be something there. I don't know. But what's interesting to see is you got to look at the tea leaves. It's not just about what's being reported. It's about who's reporting it. And the fact is, and I'll I'll just say it, when, when we had dinner with President Trump a couple of weeks ago, he said to us, scandals only really seem to take off when they get covered by both sides. And it's true. That's just the country we live in now. The regime doesn't, when you see independent media reporting something, you know that, well, you could say you know that for the most part it's true. But when you see regime media reporting something, now you know something is moving behind the scenes. And I think that's what he was getting at. So we've got this from the post-millennial, but also we have it from CBS. That former CIA chief, former head of the CIA, just testified under oath that the Biden campaign and Tony Blinken, the clerk, Victoria Newland's clerk, asked him to orchestrate the letter from 50 Intel officials falsely claiming the Hunter Biden emails were Russian disinformation. If you remember, if you watch my debate with Destiny from last weekend down in Austin, he stated to me over and over and over that because these people were outside of the FBI at the time or the national security state, that it didn't matter. And he also stated that just because the FBI reached out to Yul Roth at Twitter and told him that a hack operation was coming, targeting Hunter Biden, and that's why, and he admitted this in his FEC testimony, that's why he censored the Hunter Biden laptop. And Destiny tried all the tricks he had, every trick in his bag, to prevent me from being able to make that point. But unfortunately for him, I had the receipts. I read them to him on stage. I even slapped down Hunter Biden's laptop. Now we find out a couple of weeks later that it turns out that the CIA also had a role in this because of course they did. And so what you need to understand 
What you need to understand with this story is that we're looking at multiple pieces of an operation, an operation being run by the leaders of the national security state. And they'll play this game and say, oh, they were the former leaders. They weren't the leaders at the time. They were the leaders that had come out. They were this leader, that leader, this one, in, out. It's a revolving door. It's the same people over and over and over. And in fact, some of the people at Twitter that were pushing back on the use of Hamilton 68, which is one of these other Russian disinformation trackers, guess where they work now? Well, they're not working for Elon. They're not working at Twitter. They're in the Biden administration, working directly for the Biden White House. So do you get it? Do you see what's going on? They're working hand in glove because they knew that if Biden got in, that their guys got in, that was their way to retake over the White House and to begin their new takeover of the federal government that they didn't have under the Trump administration. You're talking about an operation. And the more we talk about this, and then, of course, it got so bad that Destiny, of course, was saying, well, what about what about anything else? You don't understand the Hunter Biden laptop story is the key. It is the key that picks the lock. Why? Because without that story and you saw this in the polls, you saw this in poll tracking. People came out and asked the question afterwards. Would you have changed your vote? If you knew that the Hunter Biden laptop was true, when President Biden, at the time Joe Biden, was up there on stage with Donald Trump, who was president, and Trump brought it up, and Biden said, that's disinformation. That's Russian disinformation, and 50 intel officers agree with me. That's the reason they did that, by the way. It was for the debate. Twitter, the Twitter side of it, that was icing on the cake. Icing on the cake. Because it didn't matter that the story stood up. All that mattered was that it got him through election day, just like the Benghazi lies in 2012 when Barack Obama lied about what Benghazi was, just like the lies about Russia in 2016 and the Steele dossier. So the Steele dossier was supposed to be one of these. Okay, I can explain that very quickly for you. So the Steele dossier was supposed to be one of these situations because the Steele dossier was never supposed to stand up to scrutiny. The Steele dossier wasn't even supposed to ever be publicized. And Ben Smith of BuzzFeed News, formerly BuzzFeed News, which just went out of business, has admitted that he knew that it wasn't true when he published it, but he didn't publish it before the fact. He published it after the election. I think uh, something like about a month after the election or, or excuse me, a month uh, before the inauguration. It was early January. It's early January. So, so Ben Smith published it. He knew it wasn't fake because he knew it wasn't real. It wasn't even verified. It didn't matter because it was supposed to be a backgrounder for news agencies to start reporting on this to say, oh, there's, there's these issues with Trump and Russia. But then Trump got elected, Trump won, and suddenly that got kicked into actual investigations. And then all the information about the spying on the Trump campaign, everything else came out, but it was never supposed to go past the election. The same way these operations are supposed to work, it's only with media, it's a political hit, and then it goes away. And it's as simple as that. That's why the Steele dossier never stood up anywhere. It was never supposed to. They never were supposed to have somebody go in. And so now you're looking at this, you have to understand. Did the national security agencies in this country that I used to work for, do they actually do anything other conspire against the American people? It's a great question. Hey, I agree with the question, though. You guys can think he's CIA all you want. Um, he's not. I know what he used to do. Um, he, he's just 
he, he's like me. He was an enlisted guy that did it. All right. The, the difference is, look, he was Navy or Army. Folks, the no, the difference is the enlisted side of it. When enlisted guys get into shit like this, we're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to hear us. You're only supposed to see us. Never supposed to hear us. God forbid you hear us. And the only way you're going to hear us is if we have a metal high enough that you need to hear us. So, i.e., you get your Medal of Honor or something. That's about the only time you hear from an enlisted guy. You never hear from them after before that or after that. And if you do hear from them, it's very... Uh, um, I don't know what to do with my hands. You know, you just, you're not supposed to hear from us. Poso is one of those few people that transcends that group because he can talk. He is literate. He is educated. He does have a great education and he uses it. He just happens to use it for us, kind of, sort of. In a weird way. Hmm. I I do believe that. I, I mean, I don't know the man personally. I can't vouch for him. But I can tell you this much from what I've heard him say and what I've heard him do and seen what he's done. Other than being a, I mean, I do believe he's a grifter. I, don't get me wrong. I think he's out for a buck without doing a whole lot of work. Um, But hey, good on him. He figured it out better than I did. Shit, I'm jealous. Might be a little bit. Nah, not really. His wife isn't. Mm. She she ain't no villain. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Just gonna throw that out there. He definitely. It's all in the eye of the beholder. She's yeah, pretty, decently pretty blonde. I think she's Ukrainian or Romanian or something. She's Romanian. Okay. Um, yeah. I wonder what her mom looked like because I guarantee her mom did not have a whole lot of teeth in her head. I'm just saying, speaking from experience, That's... I know a lot of Romanian women. Normally, they have these black dangly things out of their gums. I'm just letting you know. Terrible. Hey, say what you want to say. I'm not a big fan either, but he does put out good information. So he does. It's so far. I I got to be honest. I've heard a lot of the stuff he said and. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. He does have some very libertarian viewpoints. Oh yeah, on a lot of shit, which I can't get behind. But when he stands on conservative values, I'm sorry, he's Christian. He hits all the big, the big things for conservatives. How do you not not? I Lindsay, I, I, I'm he blocked you on Twitter, huh? That's pretty funny. I like to go in his Twitter threads when he's promoting his uh, my pillow promo code and promote our pillow, our <laughs> promo code because <laughs> he he has this whole thing set up with his wife because his wife has her own promo code too, and so they go back and forth, right? It, obviously, it's all set up to try and get more money. And I'm like, if I go on there, I'm like, if y'all are tired of these two, you know, playing their stupid games, then just use promo code Defiant at mypillow.com. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much business we've gotten from it, but but it's funny. It is. <laughs> oh my God. You put this in fuck around. I... This is a kind of a find out, isn't it? Yeah. But I wanted to kind of get it up front. So 
I mean, we can go to something else first if you want. No, no, no. We're going to do this right off the bat. See, All right. that's, so, I, that's what I thought you wanted. So, look, this is what we're going to do. All right. The next 13 minutes and 23 seconds. I'm all right? sorry. I'm sorry. I got to do this. It's not right up. You guys have to watch this. All right. Um, this is the 16. If you haven't seen it yet, then you're going to see it. If you have seen it, sorry about it. You're going to watch it again. Um. Now, the viewpoint I gave you last night when I talked about Waco and the Branch Davidians. Do me a favor here. Using your discernment and the fact that all of you savage motherfuckers are sitting out there hanging out and you're watching this and you might be higher than a kite. Who cares? I don't give a shit. I think you think better that way. Um. I want you to watch this video again. Again, I one of the big things when I watched this last night live, and you can ask Velen, I walked outside and I said, Yep, reporters are back at it again. And she looked at me and she goes, What do you mean? I said, Apparently, they forgot how to journalism. Actually, let me put it the way that Justin and uh, the um, Jason Jason did at the border. Their journalisms suck. <laughs> Their journalisms do suck. And she looked at me. She goes, what do you mean? I said, You're going to see, but just watch the questioning. Ask yourself, you know, one of the signs of, of a really good interrogator, one of the best signs of a really good interrogator is when he sees a question asked, he answers the question and then asks a follow-up question. If you don't ask a follow-up question. You would never be a very good interrogator. It's all scripted. There, there are scripts to interrogations, yes. But no, no, I mean this. Most good interrogators. I know, I know that. It, there's a whole other reason I'm bringing that up. Okay. You'll see it at the end when I talk about it. But watch it first and... I know you guys are gonna be pissed, but you gotta watch this. This is horrible, and they couldn't have picked a better person to uh, to put this on. Just saying, F to do the piece. For millions of consumers of conservative news, Ray Epps is a notorious villain, a provocateur responsible for turning peaceful protests on January sixth into a violent assault on the U.S. Capitol. The irony is that Epps was a passionate supporter of President Trump, who went to Washington to protest the 2020 election. But his often contradictory behavior that day spawned a full-fledged conspiracy theory, casting him as a government agent who incited an insurrection. Today, Epps is in hiding after death threats forced him to sell his home. So who is Ray Epps? Tonight, you'll hear from the government and the man himself. The story will continue in a moment.
As soon as President Trump is finished speaking, we are going to the Capitol. It's that direction. At six foot four in his desert camouflage, bright red Trump hat and military style backpack, Ray Epps stood out from the crowd on January 6th. That's him running toward the U.S. Capitol alongside the vanguard of rioters who first attacked and overran police. What do you think when you see this now? It brings back some bad memories. It's hard to see our Capitol under attack. It's been more than two years since the storming of the Capitol, but Ray and his wife Robin told us they relive January 6th every day of their lives. Some people have said, well, just let it go and let it die down. It doesn't. What they don't understand is it doesn't. What exactly was the role of Ray Epps in the chaos of January 6th? The theory, Epps, a former member of the Oath Keepers, was an FBI informant who incited the crowd on January 6th, bubbled up from a right-wing news site called Revolver News, run by a former Trump speechwriter. He's the smoking gun attack. of the entire Fed's erection. And landed on Fox News primetime. According to a new investigation from Revolver, Epps may have led the breach team that first entered the Capitol on January 6th. The convoluted conspiracy theory made its way to Capitol Hill. It's not the Proud Boys who engage in the initial breach. It's Ray Epps at that precise moment. How did Ray Epps know that there were going to be pipe bombs? Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? That question has animated Fox News host Tucker Carlson for nearly two years. Ray Epps? He's on video several times encouraging crimes, riots, breaches of the Capitol. Carlson has focused on Epps more than 20 times on his top-rated show, a half-dozen times so far this year. He's obsessed with me. He's going to any means possible to destroy my life and our lives. Why? to shift blame on somebody else. If you look at it, Fox News, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Ted Cruz, Gates, they're all telling us before this thing that it was stolen. So you tell me, who has more impact on people, them or me? Epps, once a loyal Fox News watcher, told us he doesn't understand how he got cast as the villain. The Epps version is more mundane. They believed the 2020 election had been stolen from Donald Trump and considered January 6th a legitimate protest. It was a sloppy election. And then to top that off, you have talking heads reporting that there's problems with the voting machines and different things like that. The election's stolen. So, yeah, we had concerns. I, I wanted to be there. I wanted to witness this with my own eyes. Epps went to Washington with his 36-year-old son and almost immediately stepped into trouble. The conspiracy theory starts here, the night of January 5th. Give me one minute. Give me one minute. On the streets of D.C., tensions were running high at a pro-Trump rally being live-streamed on the Internet. The Marine veteran tried to take charge. I'm going to put it out there. I'm probably going to go to jail tomorrow. We need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. What? No! Peacefully. To summon the crowd, Epps seemed so over the top, he must have been a government agent, a Fed sent to entrap them. 
when you said we have to go into the Capitol, we have to go into the Capitol, what, what were you thinking? I said some stupid things. My thought process, we surround the Capitol, we get all the people there. I mean, I had, I had problems with the election. It was my duty as an American to peacefully protest along with anybody else that wanted to. The next morning, January 6th, Epps was out by the Washington Monument, still focused on a single goal. We are going to the Capitol, where our problems are. It's that direction. Here, we're going to walk down to the Capitol. While President Trump was still speaking at the ellipse, Ray Epps walked toward the Capitol. He told us he wanted to be up front to help keep the peace. What happened next at Peace Circle, where protesters first overran police, is seen as a smoking gun. Epps pulled this agitated rioter aside and said something. Conspiracists say he was giving marching orders, because seconds later, this happened. The first Capitol Police officer goes down. As closely as you can remember, what exactly did you say to him? Dude, we're not here for that. The police aren't the enemy. Something like that. Did anyone from the federal government direct you to be here at the Peace Circle at this time? No. No one from the FBI? No. Your old comrades with the Oath Keepers? No. I think what is so damning about the video is that there's a barrier there. The barrier gets knocked down and a police officer, a female police officer gets knocked down. And the mob, including you, walk over the barrier and march on right. toward the Capitol. Why didn't you stop to help this police officer who was, who was knocked over? When she was knocked down and I started to go towards her to help her up and I saw a billy club over here in the corner of my eye, and I thought, you know, they're going to think I'm part of this. So I backed off. You were part of it. I was there. I wasn't a part of that, knocking her down. And he wasn't part of the violence. There's a big difference there. Is that you there? Ray Epps was never seen committing an act of violence that day or entering the Capitol. Epps told us when he saw the violence, his fervor to enter the building became a desire to play peacemaker. And police body cam video backs him up. I thought I could stop it. So I went back and forth. I talked people down and worked the line back and forth. Step down, step down, we're good here, that kind of thing. And I kept it that way for quite some time. Take a step back, we're holding ground. We're not trying to get people hurt. They don't want to get hurt, you don't want to get hurt. Back up. Epps says he left the Capitol grounds to help evacuate an injured man. The time, 2.54 p.m. I looked back at the Capitol, and there was people crawling up the Capitol walls, and it looked like, it looked terrible. I mean, I, I was kind of ashamed of what, what was going on at that point. So I, I started to walk out. He told us that's when he sent this text to his nephew. Conspiracists saw it as the true confession of an agent provocateur. I was in front with a few others. I also orchestrated it. Explain this to me. 
I was boasting to my nephew. I helped get people there. I, I was directing people to the Capitol that morning. You know how this sounds. I know exactly how it sounds. I've been scolded by my wife for using that word. I shouldn't have used that word. When you add up all of these things, as your critics have done, you've given them a lot of ammunition to paint you as this instigator. There was an effort to make me the scapegoat. If Rayaps was a covert plan, he is the worst covert plan of all time. If you are part of some elaborate conspiracy against thousands of people in Washington, D.C., I don't know why you'd want to stand out from the crowd the way Ray Epps did. Tom Jocelyn is a researcher and author, one of the country's top terrorism experts, tapped by the January 6th committee to help write its final report, which found evidence far-right extremists like the Proud Boys planned and executed the breach of the Capitol. He says the committee interviewed Epps and found he wasn't important enough to put in the report. I wouldn't. So the idea that he's leading the charge or really orchestrating it is just contradicted by this mountain range of evidence. And that's what the conspiracy theorists want you to want you to do, right? They don't want you to look at this mountain range of evidence. They want you to turn around and focus on this pebble on the ground named Ray Epps. They also don't want you to look at what President Trump was saying and doing. He calls Epps' behavior baffling, but not evidence of a conspiracy. They've got to come up with some sort of connective tissue between Ray Epps and the FBI, and they've got none. And so they can make up all sorts of ad hoc arguments to justify their beliefs, but that's all they are. It's not actual investigative work. It's not actual evidence. The January 6th committee looked at the evidence, video, phone records, travel receipts. So did the FBI. When Epps got back to Arizona on January 8th, a relative told him he was on an FBI poster seeking information about certain rioters. We literally hung up the phone and walked right into the house, sat down and called the FBI. Do you remember what you said to the FBI? Told them who I was and that I would cooperate in any way I could. I didn't break any laws. Two months later, he met with agents. So when we met with the FBI, I mean, it was like, oh, finally, we're going to clear this up. Uh, there was no, I take the fifth. There was none of that. It was just like, we're talking right now. And went through everything. And they had a lot of questions. In the summer of 2021, the FBI took his picture off the Bureau's website. Epps thought that would end his troubles, but it only added fuel to the conspiracy. A new piece in Revolver News notes that the FBI removed a photo of Ray Epps from its most wanted page this summer. How about the one guy? Go in, go in, get in there, everybody. Epps, get in there. Go, go, go. Nothing happens to him. The Epps would dispute that. After former President Trump mentioned Epps by name, harassment and death threats picked up. I pray to come to you to kill you. What do you think when you open a letter like that? Scares me to death. It got so bad they were forced to sell their five-acre ranch outside Phoenix. They're now in hiding, living in this 300-square-foot recreational vehicle somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. We agreed not to disclose exactly where. It's so sad what people have done to Ray and to us and to our lives. Sometimes I've used my maiden name just so that we don't call attention. I have a hard time 
being a man, being on being a Marine, being on the run, I, I had to do the necessary things to keep my family safe. If you're wondering what the FBI has to say about all this, for the past two years, it has said nothing. After repeated queries by 60 Minutes, late this past week, the Bureau issued this statement, quote, Ray Epps has never been an FBI source or an FBI employee. So, are you are you ready for mixed opinion on this one? Mm, go for it, babe. Okay. I'm going to scroll back a little bit here. First off. Okay. My biggest problem, A, the gentleman there. That guy right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that gentleman right there are two different people. Yeah, not the same person. That is not Ray Epps. I said initially that he would pass a polygraph. He would, because he was never at January 6th. This guy was never at January 6th. Now, Ray Epps would. Because he was at January 6th. However, this guy wouldn't pass a polygraph either because the first thing they ask you is your name is Raymond Epps. And he would have to say in the affirmative, which would be a lie. Then he would fail. Anyway, that's my first point. Second point, okay? That mole on your face, you don't get to move that around. Like, it normally stays in one point. Unless you're wearing a mask. Wait a minute. Mick, are you saying that that's... That's exactly what the fuck I'm saying. Maybe the 67-year-old man has an acne problem. That thing has been there for a hot minute. The guy in the video from less than two years ago, he didn't have nothing there. That doesn't pop up overnight, folks. It takes a lot to look like that. And no, it's not some great big zit. Nah, sorry. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> that is not Ray Epps. That is not Ray Epps. His earlobes are different. His jawline, his whole chin structure is different. Go back, watch the video, look at the pictures, look at the still frames they got. His eye color is different. Mm-hmm. That is not Ray Epps. The one dude. They Tiffany Dobered him. Yeah. Think about it. Tell me something, hun. If somebody said they came after me for what I've done, and you know what I'm a part of. Mm -hmm. If somebody said they came after me, would you say, well, I mean, they came after Mick. Or would you say, well, they came after us. I mean, it would depend on what they came after you for. For the one thing that you know that. Well, they came They came after you. Well, no, they came after us. It would be us. It would be us. See, yeah. that's my thing, right? Yeah. She said, well, they came after Ray. And I was like. And then she goes, well, I mean, they, they came after us. It was kind of like happenstance to what happened to her she had a job she was living in a house that had a foundation that was so sad and now she's on the run in a 300 square foot 
RV that cost $500,000. Yeah. And is allowing Those them to live on the out, run. By the way. So. We know. We've we, lived in them. We, we rented one. They have an RV share. It's kind of like an Airbnb. I, I'm just saying. It just seems to me. That ain't Rayabs. That ain't Rayabs. Mm-hmm. Well, don't worry, babe. Don't you know they're never going to come after us because um, according to some dumb bitch on Twitter, we're uh, liars and federal agents. Yeah. She's not far off, but you all know that <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> I've learned in my weird and wizarding ways. I've kept awake and aware. I I don't know if I want to get into that here. Because that really doesn't even deserve the time of day. Well, we have brought it up before, and I just want to... But it's not really... It's kind of water under a bridge. Or a bridge over troubled waters. (laughs) All right. I mean, I, I guess you're right. Arguing on the internet is like winning a race in the Special Olympics. At the end of it, you're still retarded even if you win. Exactly. We'll just let her win this one. Okay. I think that's the uh, normal chromosome way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, moving right along. Ooh. Ooh, like a... What? Hmm. What? Nothing. What are you giggling at then? All of them. What do you, what do they say? I don't, I don't even Sparky know. said I knew it. I've seen them both. <laughs> Khaki cargo shorts. <laughs> Would you go find your fucking sparks? Would you go find your funny pills or something, dude? Oh. Like, holy shit. God damn it. <sighs> oh, Bro, well. you've been on fire the last three Dude, shows. When I went, when we were in Texas, we were driving home, and I went past like the Five Eleven factory, and I was like, "Oh, I have to stop there." No, Five <laughs> Eleven, those khaki pants that every federal agent wears that oh, you yeah. love. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I literally drove past the Five Eleven headquarters, and I was like, "Oh, I should stop there and get mixed and bit." Nope, nope. <laughs> every Fed wears those that shit. <laughs> Uh, oh, they are key wow. though. Too funny. Uh, they they were they're good pants. I mean, they work. It's <laughs> yeah, they didn't work for me. Although now that you want me to start carrying around the house, maybe I'll have to start wearing my five elevens. There you go. I got a bunch of them. I know. I got tons. Tons. Yeah. Now that I'm almost tons. as skinny as you are again, I can uh, wear yours. Tunses. Yeah, they're probably longer. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe. All right. This is a little flashback. This is a find out here. This this? A, this is... Not enough for America's future that some participate and others don't. We have been given an extraordinary blessing. And at this moment in time, our country needs us. And we need people like George Soros, who is fearless and willing to step up when it counts. So please join me in welcoming George Soros. It is the first time that I feel that I need to stand up and to do something 
really uh, imp- uh, and become really engaged um, in the electoral process in in this country. Oh, hell dog brought in her closer. Yeah. Brought in the, hey. Yeah. Hey, Sparky boy, you're my manager in the dugout, bro. Bro. Tim White, who are we racists against? The FBI? Bro. Bro. Maybe. (laughs) Bring in the lefty. Bring in the lefty. Let's go. Let's go. Bring in the lefty. Who's yelling at us? I don't know. Tamoy said, wow, you bunch of racists, I think, because we're racist against Where? the FBI up in Pilja. Where? Are you serious? I no think Tamoy's fucking with us. It's okay. Where? Get down. You said up. I said up in the pill chat. See, there you go. <laughs> well, yeah, I've been called a lot of things, but I've never been. Oh, there oh. you have. Anyway. I, yeah, I guess I have. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, once or twice. You almost got an Article 15 for that, actually. Yeah, but that was not because I called them. Oh, man. <laughs> Such bullshit. Such bullshit. Uh, too funny. I'm just saying. Wow. Oh, Hill Dog brought in her closure. I think we saw this one. What's this one? Yeah, I've seen this one. Um,. Oh yeah, no, we we watched that one on Friday. Yeah, we watched. I missed I missed clearing that one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you did. It happens sometimes. <sighs> so you can clear both those. Yep. Do we have any combos? Oh, we do. Uh, no, that's for for another time. I was gonna play that tonight. And I okay. Elected not to. This is very funny. But we do have some some combos. We have some fuck, fuck around and find out and find out and humor. And we're dealing all wrapped up in all one. wrapped up in one. This is mm-hmm. this is what we do for you. Yep. You lose the race, and you're still a retard. Oh, 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 oh! The the joke about the uh, <laughs> the, the races. Okay, that's uh, a good one on the internet. Holy shit! My God, you had a comeback. I wasn't even. I'm sorry. No, that's why. That's why he I, called us racist. I know because of the race. The, Okay. I get it now. Now it makes sense because I thought he spelled it weird. And I was like, that does look weird because he did do the whole R-A-C-E-I-S-T. See, Tamoy, the thing is, Mick is allowed to say the word retard because he is technically retarded. Five times over. Five times over. (laughs) So actually. It's like, okay. I can't talk about that story, but. Sorry, win the race. Yeah. <laughs> See, um, so uh, so we're. I, I brought the kids to get a haircut today. <sighs> anyway, I hate getting a haircut. They're very excited to be able to grow it out. This is like the last haircut of probably the year, whatever. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you can take them next time. I will. But <laughs> we're we're driving in the in the car and uh, I'll take him a gunpoint if I have Con- to. Connor puts on his gangster rap, right? Gangster. Yeah, and um, um. Because he, you wouldn't let him drive because he lo- he lost his permit. Like he physically lost it. He has to pay for another one, order another one. So uh, you wouldn't let him drive. He's like, fine, if I can't drive, I'm plugging my phone. And then I was like, whatever. So he put on his his gangster rap, and um, and the you little singing more of it. No, no, the little one pipes up in the back. He goes, wait, they're allowed to say the n word. <laughs> Connor goes, well, yeah, because they're black. Liam goes. Does that mean we can say cracker and not like the Ritz kind? (laughs) 
out of the mouth of babes. <sighs> wow. <laughs> there's a reason why these conversations don't happen in front of me. I'm telling you right now, folks, there's a reason. There's a fucking reason. <laughs> All right, let's play this and then we'll do our tribute. See, it's two minutes of tribute. for a rich celebrity. They're used to getting everything for free because they're famous. Can you imagine being treated like everyone else? Every day, celebrities are trolled, ratioed, and laughed at for their privileged takes. They need our help now more than ever. Please call the number on your screen and join the Save a Celebrity Fund. For just $8 a month, only 27 cents a day, you'll help rescue celebrities from Elon, providing a blue check, validation, and safety. Now, <laughs> do you notice that the first that the prefix of the number was six six six? Yeah, the call for same celebrity. I, I realize that she's probably one of us. She's completely trolling. It's hysterical. I, I, I realize this. However, <laughs> at this time right now, I dare one of you to sue her. Dead serious. I am dead serious. Sewer. <laughs> Take her to court. Oh, they just did that. That with the, the meme dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's he's in jail for like 10 years for posting a meme that no one actually that used. no one even used. Mm -hmm. I'm dead serious. Yeah. Sewer. Yep. Be like, hey. But that's not I election interference. Money. So, you know. However, the 50 Intel oxymoron guys, um, that uh, signed that letter that Abe Lincoln wrote mm -hmm. while he was uh, Biden's campaign manager. Um, they are actually guilty of election interference. So um, let's sue them. Okay. How about that, y'all? Can we sue them for election interference? We got a lawyer who's got balls enough to take that on. Right. Anybody listening to Anybody? us that's that smart, that went to school for that long? To figure out they didn't want to do that job in the first place. Mm -hmm. I just want to step on the government now. Just asking for a friend. Yeah. Literally myself. Let's do Abe Lincoln for election interference. I'm down with that. That I think is a thunder kick. Thunder. Thunder. I'm thunder. down with that. Thunder kick. Get the fuck oh. out of here. Oh. Either way, get it ready. Light it up. If you got it, if you smoke it, you want to smoke it. You want to watch some dumbasses smoke it? Here we are. Here you go. I'm about to get it on. 
Did you hear that the first dispensaries are getting ready to open here? I did. You know, it becomes legal here and medically. Yeah. Soon. Yeah, uh, three months. Yeah. Which means then I can get a card too, just like you. I'm sure someone will set up shop where they'll charge you like 200 bucks for a card. I'd be going in. I mean, you already have a card from the VA, so that'll carry over. No, I'll have to get a Georgia card. But it, you can just go in yeah, with your just VA go in with my card. Yeah, my VA card. I'll just get a Georgia card from the VA. So it's not a big deal. Um, there's one opening opening in Buller. But to be honest with you, on. That side of it, one of the things I love is you're, you have a green thumb. Even though the only thing you grow really well is weeds. <laughs> they grow exceptionally well. <laughs> I, um, That's gonna, not true. Everything's growing really well out there. It is actually. The yeah. electroculture yeah. is. John, you were asking if the electroculture helps. It is it's going nuts. Insane. It is already. We already have stalks for corn tomatoes. No, that, that's corn. Oh, is that corn? That's corn. And the spiral out in the center? Yeah. There's little tomatoes inside that I just planted, but the corn is, is probably. Yeah, already. It's about a foot tall right yeah. now, and it's um like maybe six weeks. Not even. Seven, uh, five weeks, yeah. Yeah. You're right so, at five weeks. I did the corn last, so actually the corn's only a month old. It's right. That'd be four yeah. weeks because because yeah. I did the spiral center. Yeah. I did the center last. Yep. Um. So yeah, it's uh, it's going very well. I think I need to repack that. Uh, you would. Uh, I, I got to tell you, I, I've seen, like, I see it in the morning before I leave, and then I look at it on the way back, and uh, I got to tell you, even every afternoon I come home, it's amazing, yeah. the differences. Gets big. Quick. Here. So, uh... While she uh, packs that up, Survival Essentials is our yes featured sponsor. So go ahead and talk about that, babe. Anything special going on over there this week or next week? Well, you get 10% off when you use uh, promo code DEFIANT at survival-essentials.com. Um, a body bag. I'm actually... I keep building new gardens. So I got some sweet potato slips because um, I have some of my own, but they're they're taking a bit to sprout. The sweet potatoes are. So I, I got some sweet potato slips. Um, and so in the, the old duck enclosure, because I have to get them in the ground. So I'm going to put the, the rest of the chicken compost in the duck enclosure so it's nice and, you know, good loose dirt, till it out again, um, plant the sweet potato slips along the side so that they can climb up the inside and then put the grains and the salads and stuff for the chickens and the ducks. So then as it gets really hot, the sweet potatoes will shade um, those, the lettuces. They The ducks really love kale. So I'm going to grow some big kale and cabbage and things like that for them. So um, that's the uh, 
besides the sweet potatoes, that's going to be the, the well, and they can eat all the leaves too, but that's going to be the, the chicken and duck food garden. And then I'm um, ripping up the spruce bush and putting the lime tree in its place and um, moving the, the kids' old bed that I've been waiting to plant something in over there and planting herbs in it, putting the herb garden right there, right by, you know, all right off the porch so I can get to it more easily and I don't have to go all the way out to the big gardens. And uh, yeah. So I'm getting like a third and fourth garden. Like I'll have gardens everywhere. And then all the way in the back behind the shed, I'm putting um, other fruit as well. We'll end up with six gardens. No, you're not because that is where the shed's going to go. No, I know. Okay. Well, it's going to be huge. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. I gotcha. That's fine. The stuff I'm putting in there, the fruits I'm putting in there are mostly annuals. Like I'm not planting trees or anything. Okay. So um, by the time you put the shed in there, it'll, It'll be fine, but I got to clear that space too. So, yeah. So gardens now, yeah, five, six gardens. We I don't even know. They, just, they just keep going. We have gardens galore. Just Once you going. start growing shit, you just keep growing. It. It re- I mean, really? So. I think we've seen this one too. Yeah, we have. Yeah. So another one you forgot to pull. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I might not have cleared. I thought I cleared everything out Friday night, but I might not have. I might have just gone to bed, honestly. I think you did. Okay. So, tuckered. I had to put the tuckered folder back. Yep. Because we're tuckered. And I numbered I numbered them because uh, to put them, make sure they were in the order that I wanted. All right. There you go. It's the best way to save them. Mm-hmm. This, this is what Tucker talked about. Friday night. Last week. Uh, Friday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Friday night. Well, here's one measure of their badness. You can try this at home. Ask yourself, is any news organization you know of so corrupt that it's willing to hurt you on behalf of its biggest advertisers? Anyone who do that is obviously Pablo Escobar level corrupt and should not be trusted. What would that look like? That level of corruption. Well, imagine that the Trump administration had made it mandatory for American citizens to buy my pillow. That's one of Fox News' biggest advertisers. Imagine the administration declared that if you didn't rush out and buy at least one MyPillow and then at least another booster pillow, you would not be allowed to eat out. You couldn't re-enter your own country. You couldn't have a paying job. MyPillow, they told you with a straight face, was the very linchpin of our country's public health system. Now imagine as they told you that, that Fox, as a news organization, endorsed it, amplified the government's message. Imagine if Fox News attacked anyone who refused to buy my pillow as an ally of Russia, as an enemy of science. And then imagine that Fox kept up those libelous attacks, even as evidence mounted that my pillow caused heart attacks, fertility problems, and death. If Fox News did that, what would you think of Fox News? Would you trust us? Of course you wouldn't. You would know that we were liars. Thank heaven Fox News never did anything like that, but the other channels did. The other channels took hundreds of millions of dollars from big pharma companies, and then they shilled for their sketchy products on the air. And as they did that, they maligned anyone who was skeptical of those products. At the very least, this was a moral crime. It was disgusting, but it was universal. It happened across the American news media. They all did it. So at this point, the question isn't who in public life is corrupt, too many to count. The question is, who is telling the truth? Yeah. So 
when Leanna broke into her show today. Except the thing is, Tucker, Fox hold, News got paid for that shit too. Hold on. Hold on. Hold, whoa. Time out. When Leanna broke in on her show today to report this, I was on the phone. I was not listening to Leanna's show. And um, I had gotten a phone call about mm, four minutes before. Four minutes before this was reported anywhere. Mm-hmm. First place it was reported was Dan Bongino's show. Because at the same time, Dan Bongino's show was going on. So I quickly tuned in. I, 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 you know, I did what you're supposed to. Hold on. I'm trying to get to the gold pills. Trying to release the scratching. There you go. So. Matt, you got to fix that going in straight into audio. Seriously. Yeah. It's kind of automatically paused for the streamers. I would think. It's really. Pain rough. in the ass. Anyway. I, uh was on the phone and I had gotten all this information immediately. I called her because I was like, Hey, I'm in the middle of something. Can you please call Leanna? Tell her. And I was like, she just reported it. She already knows it just came out. So I was like, fuck. All right. Well, anyway, as this is going on, somebody had sent that to me and I watched that. I'd watched that. I'd watch that live Friday night. And then I was like, hmm, that is oddly peculiar. And you're right, Linz. He did sound very nervous. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. He was. He knew what he was doing. He did. Because he knew that by doing that with my pillow and Fox News, he knew that he was associating Fox News, Pfizer, oh, and BlackRock, Mm -hmm. which is one of Fox News' biggest. Owners. Supporters. Um, yeah, they donate a lot of money to old Fox News or give money to a lot old Fox News. They own a lot of Fox News. So just saying, he knew what he was doing. He called them out. He called them out on air. He knew he was going to get fired for what he did. Mm-hmm. He had to. <clears throat> Absolutely. Well, I, I, I don't think he... Thought it was going to happen quite as quickly as it did. Play, play the next one. No, I'm pretty Maybe. sure he was aware because that's why he was so nervous. He was so nervous because he knew he was drawn so, into his career. Uh, good old AOC. Shot right back. Over the weekend. Yep. Before this decision came out. Mm-hmm. Federal regulation in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. And when you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it is very, very clearly incitement of violence, very clearly incitement of violence. And that is the line that I think we have to uh, be willing to contend with. Kareem mm-hmm. John. Or no, that's not a peppermint patty. Is not But hold on a second. Let me go back real quick. Give me a second with this, because there's something she said here that kind of hit my, hit a nerve. Very, very clearly incitement of violence. Very clearly incitement of violence. And that is the line that I think we have to uh, be willing to contend with. You know, you guys have been asking for a couple of weeks now, Mick, what the fuck's going on? 
Why do we see this shit? If one of the things we have to keep our eyes open to right now, especially right now, you all need to keep your eyes on this restrict act shit. Telling you. Mm-hmm. This is a cover for all of that. Absolutely. That is all this is. Yep. This is one big smokescreen. Yep. So you don't look at what's going to be voted on this week in Congress. This Restrict Act right now has 13 Republican congressmen already signed up for it. That's a problem. That means it's going to pass. I told my mom today, I said, they, if they pass this Restrict Act, then we're all going to get shut down. The podcast is going to get shut down because she asked me if I was going to get a job if I was going to, if I was thinking about going back to work and I was like, going to have to, uh, I said, if the podcast gets shut down, I'm going to have to, yeah. um, you know, I'm just like, uh, cause I was like, I mean, especially once the gardens are going, of course, I don't want to neglect the garden so that I have to go back to work to buy crappy food with the money that I make. Um, but there are a couple nurseries in town that are hiring that, you know, I can go work there part-time especially once kids are out of school mm-hmm. and uh get a discount on more plans <laughs> um but uh yeah that's uh the restrict act looks like it's going to be coming apart my mom was like what's the restrict act i was like it's the patriot act on steroids mm-hmm. for the internet yep said so if you use a vpn twenty thousand dollar fine um, they can censor and shut down any platform that has over a million users, which is every platform. Yep. So the government can shut down Rumble or, you know, say Tucker Carlson uh, goes to, to Rumble or Rockfin or any of these places. They can just shut them down because AOC says he's an incitement of violence. And uh, they say the same thing about Liana or about us. Yeah. 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 They were trying to set the, set us up with that with the Humanity Coalition. Nah, Bear. No. You you can set up your own militia. Thank you. Do one, not playing that game. And I cer- certainly wasn't giving you the names and locations of people that I know. You can fuck right off of that. One brave and proud, not even American patriot. Mm-hmm. Just patriot in his heart. Call them out. I got to tell you, Sparky, I, I know you weren't here the other night when we gave your your props, brother, but I'm dead serious. We will stand 100% behind you, and we did. Mm-hmm. You call them out, Veland mm-hmm. called them out, and I'll tell you what. Haven't heard a peep. Haven't heard a peep since. Yeah, which is, as, which is, as which is a telltale sign that says we were exactly correct. Yep. You, sir. I, I I don't give a shit. You're here now, and another, guess what? I want yep. you to uh, enjoy this. This is for you, brother. Thunder, 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 thunder! Kicks. Get the fuck oh, out of here! Oh. <laughs> I mean, that shit is, uh, dude. That is huge. That's that's why you know one of the things I do love about doing this live that we didn't. We didn't get it, it, and it's not the immediate feedback, but what I like is we've got people who actually sit there and will research shit mm-hmm. while we're online. Well, our audience is a part of the show. And I, I think that's 
outstanding because I love the interactive chats. when they call them out, I was like, that wouldn't even been, been something I would have thought mm-hmm. to ask because I was like, you were bringing them on. I was like, yeah, she's done her due yeah. diligence. But uh, well, and I did, but then I started, you know, then, then it started getting weird, intense and a little creepy and too many questions and things didn't add up and make sense. So. And Sparky, you knocked it out of the park, brother. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, anyway, that was outstanding. And sometimes that's what it's going to take, you know, CLB, they tried to ray ups us, you, you know, Sparky boy, what it boils down to is, you know, when it happens to you, we'll be that outside eye looking in saying, Hey dude, are you sure about that? Mm-hmm. Because that seems a little weird to me. Yep. And you know, we brought you into this problem and you were like, you were the one, you were the outside eye going, Hey, wait a minute, guys. <laughs> hey, dumbass. What have you done? Mm-hmm. We've been here for the last like three years. Where the fuck you been? And I tell you what, that was spot on, brother. Spot on. Nothing but uh, hats off to you. Dead serious. Anyway, move on to the next one. This was uh, what Tucker said then at the Heritage Foundation over the weekend, which didn't help his cause. <laughs> well, I, very much. I kind of don't give a fuck. I. I think he's showing it's, his nuts and he's, great. he's going out with a bang. He, he's like, I'm done working for a fucking faggot. You know, they, he was like, I'm out of here. I'm done with this. I, I don't want to deal with this. And not only that, the worst part is they're not firing Ingram and Hannity. They're the worst too. Mm-hmm. Like everybody saw through I Hannity know, and Ingram the, biggest before shows. they even looked at Tucker. They're the biggest shells. That's why. Anyway. It's amazing. Not really. Agent Smith, Pepe Me, mm-hmm. gets 10 years in the King or two. <laughs> That's funny. It, it might be time to start to reassess the terms we use to, to describe what we're watching. So when I started at Heritage, the presumption was, and this is a very Anglo-American assumption, that the debates we're having are kind of rational debates about the way to get to mutually agreed upon outcomes. Right. So like we all want the country to be more prosperous and free and people to be less oppressed or whatever. And so we're going to argue about tax rates. And I think higher tax gets gets us there. I'm a Keynesian and you disagree or an Austrian or whatever. But the objective is the same. And so we write our papers and they write their papers and may the best papers win. I, I, I don't think that's what we're watching now at all. I don't think we're watching a debate over how to get to the best outcome. I think that's completely wrong. And I've come to this conclusion, not, and I should say at the outset, I'm an Episcopalian, so don't take any theological advice from me, because I don't have any. I grew up in the foul, shallowest faith tradition that's ever been invented. It's not even a Christian religion at this point. Um, I say with shame. But I'm just saying this as an observer of what's going on. There is no way to assess, say, the transgenderist movement with that mindset. Policy papers don't account for it at all. If you have people who are saying, I have an idea, let's castrate the next generation. Let's sexually mutilate children. I'm sorry, that's not a political debate. What? There's nothing to do with politics. What's the outcome we're desiring here? An androgynous population? Is that really what we are? We arguing for that? I don't, I don't think anyone could like, defend that as a positive outcome. But the weight of the government and uh, you know, a lot of corporate interests are behind that. Well, what is that? Well, it's irrational. If you say, well, you know, 
I think abortion is always bad. Well, I think sometimes it's necessary. That's a debate I'm familiar with. But if you're telling me that abortion is a positive good, what are you saying? Well, you're arguing for child sacrifice, obviously. It's not about like, oh, a teen, you know, a teen girl gets pregnant and what do we do about that? And victims of rape, I, you know, I get it. I, of course I understand that. And I have compassion for everyone involved. But when the treasury secretary stands up and says, you know what you can do to help the economy get an abortion? Well, you, that's like an Aztec principle, actually. There's not a society in history that didn't practice human sacrifice. Not one, I checked. Even the Scandinavians, I'm ashamed to say, it wasn't just the Mesoamericans, it was everybody. So like, that's what that is. Well, what's the point of child sacrifice? Well, there's no policy goal entwined with that. No, that's a theological phenomenon. And that's kind of the point I'm making. None of this makes sense in conventional political terms. When people or crowds of people, or the largest crowd of people at all, which is the federal government, the largest human organization in human history, decide that the goal is to destroy things, destruction for its own sake, hey, let's tear it down. What you're watching is not a political movement, it's evil. So if you want to assess, and I'll put it in non, and I'll stop with this, I'll put it in non, I'll put it in non-political, uh, or non, rather non-specific theological terms and just say, if you want to know what's evil and what's good, what are the characteristics of those? And by the way, you know, I, I think the Athenians would have agreed with this. This is not necessarily just a Christian notion. This is kind of a, I would say, widely agreed upon understanding of good and evil. What are its products? What do these two conditions produce? Well, I mean, good is characterized by order, calmness, tranquility, peace, whatever you want to call it, lack of conflict, cleanliness. Cleanliness is next to godliness. It's true, it is. And evil is characterized by their opposites. Violence, hate, disorder, division, disorganization, and filth. So if you are all in on the things that produce the latter basket of outcomes, what you're really advocating for is evil. That's just true. I'm not calling for a religious war, far from it. I'm merely calling for an acknowledgement of what we're watching, which is not what, and I'm not certainly not backing the Republican Party. I mean, ugh. I'm not making a partisan point at all. I'm, I'm just noting what's super obvious. Like those of us who are in our mid fifties are caught in the past in the way that we think about this. One side's like, no, no, you know, I've got this idea and we've got this idea and let's have a debate about our ideas. They don't want a debate. Those ideas won't produce outcomes that any rational person would want under any circumstances. Those are manifestations of some larger force acting upon us. It's just so obvious. It's completely obvious. And I think two things. One, we should say that and stop engaging in these totally fraudulent debates where we are using the terms that we used in 1991 when I started at Heritage as if maybe, you know, I could just win the debate if I marshaled more facts. I've tried that, doesn't work. And two, Maybe we should all take just like 10 minutes a day to say a prayer about it.
I'm serious. Like, why not? And I'm saying that to you, not as some kind of evangelist. I'm literally saying that to you as an Episcopalian. The Samaritans of our time. I'm coming to you from the most humble and lowly theological position you can. I'm literally an Episcopalian, okay? And even I have concluded it might be worth taking just 10 minutes out of your busy schedule to say a prayer for the future, and I hope you will. Uh-huh. I, I don't understand your pre-comment in this, how this didn't help him. I'm confused. I'm I didn't say. Oh, yeah, you oh, did. Oh, oh, no, no, no. You said it didn't help him. No, I didn't. I said it didn't help his, his. Uh, what happened on Fox. Friday? Yes. Play the so, next so, one. No, 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 no. I'm interested to see how that didn't help him. Because. No, no, they no. Don't, I, they don't. They don't want that. They don't want someone up there. They they have a huge attack going on Christianity right now. They do not want someone up there telling people to pray. That was just another reason to get him off the air. But move on to the next one. This is, um, folks, <clears throat> it, I, I know this isn't Wednesday or Thursday or Sunday. That being said, it's Monday. Um, sometimes on, on Monday, you kind of got to hear the word of God. Um, really quick, just remember, okay. Remember why Jesus went into the temple that day and started flipping the tables. Remember the reason why. Don't, and I'm not going to tell you, so you're going to have to go read it yourself. But remember why he went into the into the temple that day and started flipping tables that were three times the size of any table you and I have ever seen. Remember why. Remember what happened. And remember the outcome from that. It's never what you first think. I'm dying to find out. I'm, I want to do the due diligence on this and wait. But at the same time, this is huge news because this is a huge celebrity on Fox News. Something that the right and the Trump sycophants are, are just absolutely stewing about. Like They're what I automatically right asked the question when it happened. Okay. First question. Of course, Velan wasn't there. However, my first question to the person I heard it from is this Fox's attempt. He said, attempt at what? I said, is it their attempt? Is this what Soros is pushing on them right now to push the right over the edge into violence? Hmm. Because there's enough sycophants out there that follow Tucker Carlson, believe everything that he says. And don't get me wrong. He does some great work. Mm -hmm. So far, we it's been hard for us. We, we play a lot of Tucker because. To find him full of shit. Yeah. 
because he does tell it how it is. For the first time, we have a reporter who's doing his job. However, we did start to note in the recent times, all of a sudden, suddenly of all, he became very quiet about certain things. For instance, what was the next release he was going to give us from the Twitter files? Uh, what else? But uh, then, I, then again, I bring up what we learned on Sunday. Okay. And I wanted to bring this up. I was feeling hmm, not not yourself in a good place. Anyway, wanted to bring this up on Sunday. Remember my little meme about the dog. Okay. There's a dog who's on a link chain. And when he starts, he's a hundred links out. It's not a meme. It's a parable, but okay. Every day I bring it back one link and click him in one link every day, one link every day before you know it, his neck is stuck to the tree. Don't ever do that to a dog, by the way. I'll kill you. We're right there. We're stuck to a tree right now because here you've got a guy who's done nothing but try to tell us the truth. And Tucker got the boot. Liana, it doesn't matter if Tucker calls for violence or not. AOC has already said that he does. It's immaterial. doesn't whether... matter if he actually does or not. AOC already said it. it. And that's Megan Kelly just lost her crap on the air about to ensure the erasure women... of women by trans guys. That I was, saw that too. That was actually two nights ago. But yeah, I saw that as well. And let me tell you something, John. We, we saw that. And Megan Kelly, again, she's going to be another stupid bitch that comes and says, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I'm asking for amnesty. We'll see. No, no, she already did. Okay. She already asked. She's asking for oh, amnesty. That's because her sister died from turbo cancer. So I ask this now. What do we say to that? Fuck you, cunt. That's what we say. We say, get your ass the fuck on. Keep moving. Mm. Why is her stream so fucked up? I don't know. It was good for a second and now it's behind again. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, play the next little Tucker clip from um, the first part of his speech from the Heritage Foundation. It just pisses me off when I see this shit. This I is know. this is crap. And Tucker didn't really say anything that's all that bad in the Heritage Foundation speech. I can say that right now. Just saying, calling it out because that's what it is. So, for every ten people who are putting he and him. him in their electronic J.P. Morgan email signatures, there's one person who's like, no, I'm not doing that. Sorry, I don't want to fight, but like, I'm not doing that. It's a betrayal of what I think is true. It's a betrayal of my conscience, of my faith, of my sense of myself, of my dignity as a human being, of my autonomy. I am not a slave. I am a free citizen, and I'm not doing that. And there's nothing you can do to me to make me do it. And I hope it won't come to that. But if it does come to that, here I am. Here I am. It's Paul on trial. Here I am. Ooh, 
I wonder if they were trying to force somebody to work on Tucker's staff that wasn't mm. a male or a female. Maybe. I wonder if Tucker was being forced to take on somebody who wasn't what they were claiming to be. And the Fox News was requiring it. And the he, him, her, the pronouns in the bio and the email string, whatever. And Tucker was kind of given the gentle. It was like not doing hey, it. Not, not bear. Fuck nope, off. Not doing it. He All he did is something you and I would normally do. Just say no. Don't comply. No. Every one of you would do the same thing. You guys would say, yeah, fuck this shit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not listening that. to this fucking crap. Come on. I didn't follow the rules. I didn't like when I worked before. I'm so no, no, to no. start now. No, no, no. Actually, I got a question for all of you. So you all went and got the jab? No. See? So my, my point is this. Where you draw the line? No. My point is this, Okay. When you have liberals that attack you for saying shit like that, do me a favor, turn right around and say, so you went and got the jab? Because right there, the second that you say you went and got the jab, they are saying, yeah, bah, they're fucking sheep. And at that point, you have all of the rights, every power in your body should get hot. And you should go, thank you, sheep. And literally put your hand out and shake their hand. Mm -hmm. And then when they look at you and they look stunned, like they're expecting to get punched in the head and instead you're shaking their hand. I say, wouldn't want to touch them, but okay. Thank you for being a human guinea pig. And then turn around and walk away because you're going to feel about this big. I'm part of the experiment too. I'm part of the control group, the one that's not going to die. Anyhow. Uh, I'm dead serious. The elephant in the room. The unjabbed aren't dying. <laughs> and then, oh, well, you might want to announce that too when you grab their hand. I'm unjabbed. So that way they know they're grabbing somebody's unclean. Mm, don't touch them. The shedding is real. Anywho. I don't think it's that real. Mm. I think I can get it that mm. way. Fuck them, though, because you know what it tells you? Good for being a bitch. Why are you so scared? Fuck. I hate that shit. We have some news from within our Fox family. Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have mutually agreed to part ways. Tucker's last show was this past Friday. And starting tonight, Fox News Tonight will air live at 8 p.m. Eastern. It will be an interim show with rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. We want to thank Tucker Carlson for his service to the network as a host and prior to that as a long-term contributor. You look scared. That stupid bitch right there. That is our problem. Why? She's the Soros bought and paid for cock in fox news and that right there folks harris is faulkner. our problem oh absolutely mm -hmm. harris faulkner he you know that she was uh you know that she went to school with uh soros son right um, that doesn't surprise me yeah anyway her and soros son are uh old buddies here's how don jr reacted to uh the news of tucker getting shit canned on charlie kirk 
It's fucking ugly shit. Tucker folks. Carlson out at Fox News. Your reaction? I mean, I think it changes things permanently. I, it, that's one of the few voices in, in the in the Republican Party that would call out the nonsense uh, from GOP senators, governors, and otherwise. Uh, you know, an actual thought leader mm-hmm. uh, in conservatism. And you know, the whole thing is it, it's it's actually mind blowing to me. And I guess. Uh, and to everyone else, given what you've seen happen to Fox's market cap in the last few hours. Yep. So you one know, billion dollars. I, I hope down. whatever he does, yeah. he continues to be that voice for conservatism, because, again, he's one of the few people pushing those boundaries. One of the few people, uh, you know, actually speaking to independents and across the aisle uh, and winning them over with facts, logic and reason. Uh, I think he's probably, you know, a, a once in a generation type talent. Mm-hmm. Yep. And to see him go is is mind boggling. I, I don't know what they're thinking. The company is down a billion dollars in market cap. We'll see if they recover. I, I have I have no idea. So so Don, so many other topics I want to talk about. I think, by the way, I know you have a show on Rumble. I think Tucker would be great on, at Rumble. I think he'd be amazing. I think it'd be a hundred percent, man. I'd I'd love to see him there. I think you know we've seen sort of the mainstream media and everything that they're doing anyway. I think. Uh, perhaps even a town like his is wasted uh, in those kind of areas. I, I'd love to see Tucker uh, speak his mind, not that he doesn't, but uh, speak with even fewer restraints uh-huh. uh, on, on a platform where he's not answering to, you know, the Paul Ryans and the Carl Rogues and, you know, doesn't have to get that call that he went out of line saying what we all know to be true. I mean, you know, the, the old, uh, the conspiracy theory is, you know, the new I told you so, uh, you know, in advance, and you know, he was one of the guys actually calling BS on all the stuff that was so obviously BS. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we need that, and we can't lose that kind of talent on our side. No, not at all. I'm going to bring up the next one because it kind of goes right back into that. So, last piece of advice for young people get married. Yeah, Think get small. married and have a ton of kids. I mean, get married when you're too young, have more kids than you can afford, take a job you're not qualified for, live boldly, stop getting high, stop doing anything that blurs your vision or makes time go faster. You're going to die before you know it. Don't waste a second. That's the sin, is living thoughtlessly and wasting time. It's the one thing you can't get back. I've wasted a lot of money in my life. Oh, my gosh. I don't care. I don't regret any of it. Every room service meal was worth it. It was fine. But any time that I wasted is really bitter for me because it's finite. And so live as fully as you can. And and you can't control all this stuff that's going on. You can't control what Google does. And honestly, they're going to win. Like the powers that be will win, at least in the short term. Ultimately, they'll all blow up. But like we're powerless and hated. I think this myself all the time. Are they going to crush me? Oh, yeah. Okay. But in the meantime, you know, I want to experience my life as fully as I possibly can. And I think that starts with having like a ton of kids, like way more than is so like Mormon levels of kids. I mean that. And you would think this guy, those are all conservative values that we can all get behind. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with what he just said there. No. Every Christian believes that. Yep. There's not a Christian out there that doesn't. Uh, yeah, Fox News really fucking stepped in it here. I, they pretty much fucked themselves. Yeah, I got a feeling this is it. This is over. It's over. I think cable TV is over. I I, I think we're going to go to this internet TV shit, and that's going to be the end of it. 
dead serious. You're going to mm -hmm. watch whatever you want to watch on demand. That's so, what it's going to become. Here's uh, here's some of uh, Tucker's greatest hits. On demand, uh, on demand TV service. That's what I think it's going to become. No, we're not powerless, but what we've become is maligned. Mm -hmm. We are we are very in line with the leftist cult. We will give our rights away. For instance, let me give you an example. And I know there's a lot of people here who are going to get angry when I say this, but we have. If our founding fathers came back right now and saw what the left did to the Second Amendment, I am sorry. They would have a heart attack and die again. It literally would happen again. Yeah, Think about this. Our Second Amendment. I'm not allowed to go out and purchase an F-15 if I want it. True story. Can't do it. No, I can't go purchase an M1 Abrams if I want it. I mean, you might be able to get one from the Taliban off eBay, but that'd be about it. I can't go purchase. I I can't go purchase. Uh, simple a Carl Gustav round. I couldn't do it. I cannot get anything bigger. Actually, I could. You all can't get anything bigger than. A recoilless rifle round. That's the biggest round you can buy. Why? Because we have laws against it. Why? Because shall not be infringed. Got the run out the window a long time ago. Exactly. That's our biggest problem. Mm -hmm. We've been giving up our rights just a little bit at a time. Folks. Just if, a tip. If look. And then if, more of the tip. If Tucker Carlson is gone. And then quite a bit of the shaft. Listen, if we're down Tucker, to the balls now. If Tucker Carlson is gone, we're not far behind. Okay. We're not going to be here much longer. No. I'm telling you that right now. I'll be in my gardens, growing food. I'm giving you all that warning. Fair heads up right now. We're not long for this world. They got him. That takes a lot to get him. He comes with the staff. He's got people who are educated, who are helping him out. You know what we've got? We've got her brain and we've got my fucked up brain. And you know what my fucked up brain's been through. So you know you're going to get some crazy shit out of my mouth. That being said, we're fucked. We're done. If they got him, we're fucked. They're going to come after us with everything. And Liana, don't you go fucking sitting over there laughing your ass off. Oh, they'll take pill down too. You're, you're, ha, 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 look at me. I'm, I'm, no, you won't be safe either. They're going to come after you too. They're going to come after all of us. Again, rem remember the parable, the Jewish parable. Well, it came from my neighbors down the street. I didn't say anything. It had nothing to do with me. It came from my neighbors across the street. I didn't say anything. It had nothing to do with me. It was actually like they came for the socialists and they came for the whatever Catholics and then they came for the, the Jews. And then when they came for me, there was nobody left to stand up for me. Yes. So when mm. do we, we're Americans and I, I know a lot of you weren't, I got you. I know we've got people listening in from everywhere and we love you because I want you to know what freedom's like.
We're all I, patriots, you know regardless what? of what country you live in. If you're a true patriot, I really want you to come to America because that's where patriotism was started. Hmm. So now I ask again, I've asked this almost every show. When is enough enough? When do we stop placating to these homos? When do we just say, I'm done? Because I am. I, I'm there. You've been done. I've been done. I'm, I've been done for so long. That glass, that, that glass has been. That glass is done, tipped cracked. over. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of you are there. But you know what we don't have? We don't have one voice yet. Correct, Lana. None of us will be able to use the internet when we refuse our digital ID. They've already said it. What are we going to do at that point? Everybody asks for a plan. Everybody wants a plan. You know, one of the things I yelled at, well, somebody yelled at VLN about was that she kept looking backwards. Mm-hmm. And I hate when people tell me that because I am ultimately as an American and I'm sure a bunch of you guys are, are the same way I am. I love history. How can you prevent history repeating itself if you don't know your history? I I I, I love our history. PQuest is the restrict act. Our history. There it is. It's an entanglement of conspiracy. It's an entanglement of reality. It's an entanglement of a dream. It is an entanglement of some guys who just had some balls and just said, you know what? I'm done. I want my people to live free, period. Period. They didn't want any restrictions on us. There is just supposed to be no passports, no IRS. You stake your claim to your land, you claim it at your land. If you can defend it, it's your land. Mm-hmm. It was a very frontiersman attitude for a very good reason. Because it was never supposed to be anything more than that. Anything more than that was an encroachment on man's rights. That's why they put it from God. That's why they said, we gave you these things endowed by our creator, endowed by God. Yes, God. G-O-D, three-letter word, God. I know you liberals are going to lose your mind because you're listening to that word I just said over and over again, God. It's only endowed by one thing, God. Oh, here you go. Play this real quick. Since John invoked it. I wasn't sure we were going to get to this, but since you brought it up, John. Rebecca put a teacher's creed into words when she said, there's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. What? There is no such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. Hmm. Is this motherfucker higher than a kite? Mm. Did he get high before he went out there? Mm. I mean, because if he did. God damn, dude. Can you say anything less creepy? It's still not him, so it doesn't. There has to be a possibility to that. For him to say something less creepy. 
I don't know. But I say that we close out tonight with the same clip or that how Tucker closed out his final show, even though I'm not ordering pizza. Who's ordering pizza? You'll see. Play this last clip before we get out of here. This was this was the end of Tucker's show on Friday. This was adios, <clears throat> muchacho. Adios, amigos. We out, bro. Well, Tucker, uh, for the rest of you all, we will be back. Uh, well, we'll come back on after we play the clip. We have a couple minutes left, but this is the last clip of the night. No, okay. Yes. I thought we were going to go straight out now. Yeah. All right. Well, then, because that would have been kind of cool. Mm -mm. Hey, I like Tucker. Tucker's not a bad dude. Mm. I mean, although I know he's CIA shell, I get I that. I mean, they all are. He was, he was one of the few that I trusted closer than anybody else. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, he still worked for Fox News. How can you trust them for real? And so we interviewed that. a heroic pizza delivery man called Tyler Morrell and ever conscious of the opportunity to use our job to get free food, we thought we'd like to taste your pizza. Tyler Morrell joins us in studio. He will deliver literally anywhere. Tyler, it's so great, for great to meet you in person. A couple of Coco's pies. So we at these are from Coco's established 1978. Everybody loves Coco's pizza. That's right. Where's Coco's base? Uh, Aston, Pennsylvania and Delaware County. Delaware County, yep. best part of the state. I think Ooh, we have a special cheese pies. We have a special pie for you okay. here. Here's Tucker's pie. So I am, as you can likely tell, a pizza aficionado. I was a pizza delivery boy for two Is it years. Is it warm at all? Yeah, it's totally warm. <laughs> these warmers are just like one of the great wonders of science. We're going to, this is sausage that sausage and uh, pineapple and really quick as a pizza professional do you look down on this order is this i do i think <laughs> that I, I consider a criminal <laughs> i knew you did <laughs> I, used to, I used to deliver pizzas and calzones i considered immoral but i delivered them anyway it's actually still job. hot it's actually still hot <laughs> all the way from it's so good it's unbelievable and all you are a hero Philly. How's your leg by the way your leg was injured by the fleeing armed the car thief it's got a bone bruise on it down here. Oh, damn, I can see it. Yeah, it's not too bad, though. Were your family and friends impressed by what you did? They were. They're actually here with me today. Are they really? Yeah. Well, I'm going to go, once I've stuffed myself on your pineapple and sausage, and you're right, it is a disgusting order, but I have no shame. <laughs> um, I'm going to go meet them. Oh, there they are! <laughs> we just thought, what a great way to end the week. Yeah. Truly, that was a great segment, and I'm just grateful that you came on, and I'm especially grateful for the pie. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Employee of the week. We're going to we're just make it of the year. Tyler Morrell of Coco's Pizza. That's it for us for the week. We'll be back. By the way, the entire episode of Let Them Eat Bugs, not quite as good as pizza, streaming now on Fox Nation. Use the promo code originals for 30 days free. And we'll be back on Monday. In the meantime, have the best weekend with the ones that you love. We'll no, you won't. No, you won't, Tucker. All right. And pineapple and sausage. You cannot do that. I'm sorry. If you're going to put pineapple on a, on a pizza, it has to have bacon, red onion, and olives, too. And it's got to have uh, pine uh, pepperoni because Mick won't touch it. And that's the only way you're going to kill Mick. So. <laughs> anyway. So uh, we will not be back tomorrow, no. not because we're getting shut down, but because we have a family thing to do. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah. We're still small time, so yeah, we're not getting kicked off the air yet. Not no, yet. Not yet. Give us, Give it a few weeks. Yeah, give it till the restrict act gets sworn in because I think yeah. it's going to go. So that's that a scary it. thought. Just so mm -hmm. you're aware. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. If they so, if they take us down, uh, we you can find me in my gardens. I, I'm gonna. I will figure out another way to get our message out. I mm -hmm. don't know how, but I will figure it out. And um, for some of you, 
it, we might be might be doing a, a ham radio thing. So if you don't know how to use a ham radio, you might want to think about going and looking up a ham radio and uh, probably going to 17.76. That would probably be a, a good area to start looking for me because that's where I'd be. Pineapple cushion might make a great pizza. Ooh. Okay. My question about that, how did they make pineapple kush initially? I've been offered pineapple kush before and I, I said no. No idea. Because I have no idea if how it's it grafted was. with an actual pineapple. Yes, because yeah. that's what worries me is that but if you one if of you smoking it, it would break down the protein that you're allergic to, you'd be fine. No, it wouldn't. It would speed it up. It would aerosolize it. Do you know what it would do to me if I got in my lungs? Holy fuck. No, I don't want to find out. I know what it does when it touches my blood. I don't want to know what it does when it gets in my lungs. I'll keep that in reserve. <laughs> Fucking cunt. <laughs> All right. Pineapple Express, of course. That would be my call sign. Pineapple Express. We will be back on Wednesday. Yes. 6 p.m. for the show, 544, 545, 545 for the Liana's Lounge, Lounge yes. which is 15 minutes of music. So if you're all going to bitch about the intro, just wait 15 minutes and then another 10 minutes. Well, dick punch. Yes. And then another five minutes. And anyway, um, it but, just gets l longer and longer. And it's primarily because of it's Liana. Liana's fault. It's her fault. Her intro gets longer too. So ours, yes. they kind of go in tandem as hers gets longer. Well, she finds something longer. that's really, really good. However, and I love hers watching is it. still like an hour longer yes, than ours. Yes, so it it's okay. Ours is still good. Considering how long hers is, ours is still very good. Exactly. All right. We'll see you on Wednesday. <laughs> we will see you then. Either way, for the Mick. And Lynn. Have a great night, fuckers. And again, go check out our uh, featured sponsored, which is... Survival Essentials. Go pick up some seeds so you can grow your own food. There you go. That's the most Survival important part. Essentials.com. Living, living for yourself afterwards. It's not about the initial. Yep. Deal with the initial, and then you've got to get by. What do you do to get by, and then where do you go? That's the questions you have to ask. We'll be back. Sorry, the ball sucks. I had to do that. We have to say that because we might not be. So you never know. It's two days. We'll try. It's a long time. Yeah. It's all good. We're going to work at it. Okay. Let's put it that way. Okay. Either way, we will see you later. For the Mick, have a great night, fuckers. We will talk to you later. And uh, see you on Wednesday. Thanks for watching.
strapped up in a wifey. I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can be Teach you how this game go Different joints, same smoke Wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud With a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out How we do it in the South Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirty South With a truck seat high And he straight pipes loud Man up, we'll sit your ass down We done talking, fuck around and find out Love my country, love my freedom Fuck a welfare, no, I don't need them Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late So come around here, son, running your mouth You can fuck around and find out You can fuck around and find out 